For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Receive these words of life today, which have the capacity to change your life forever through the ministry of Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi. Pastor Prosper Etonam Dusi is the lead pastor of Central Fellowship Ministries, a ministry headquartered in Ghana that is focused on the expansion of the Kingdom of Christ through the preaching of the Gospel. He also oversees and coordinates the Central Fellowship Theological College, a theological college that is focused on perfecting the saints through the accurate knowledge of Christ. Now, stay connected to this life-giving message from Pastor Prosper Etonam of us and in our lives in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. If you are blessed yesterday, let's give the Lord a resounding amen. Glory. Hallelujah. May we assume our seats in the name of Jesus. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Ooh. And uh, we thank the Lord Jesus for what he's doing in our midst. Uh, yesterday, we began our journey into understanding what we mean by the Passover and what that means to us today, whether we are to continue the celebration or not. And we established a few things yesterday into understanding that uh, what the feast, which we call the Passover feast, was celebrated long before Jesus. So the Passover feast was celebrated long before Jesus or the incarnation of Christ. Let's look. That's all right. We realized that the celebration was way before Jesus came. And Jesus, born under the law, was supposed to continue with the law, but will terminate the law in fulfilling the law. Then he will take us who are under the law out of the law. And establish us in his grace. For the law came by Moses. But grace and truth is coming by our Lord Jesus Christ. Are we here this morning? So we looked at Galatians 4, 4 and 5. Where we saw that in the fullness of time Christ was manifested. That he may take those who were under the law. And bring them out of the law. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because Adam, Adam, Jesus represents Adam. Are you here? The Bible says that grace and truth is found in him. He is the fullness of grace 
and true. So we, we did quite a bit yesterday, and uh, the tapes are available for our edification. So those of us who are not here, we will take advantage of the recordings that are made available to be edified. Hallelujah. Amen. So this morning, we want to continue to look at uh, do this in remembrance of me. Do this Hallelujah. So let's go back to Luke 22. We're going to read from verse 15. A similar account is in Matthew 26, 26 to 29. Luke 22. Let's start from verse 15. Luke 22, verse 15. Mm -hmm. And he said unto them, Uh With desire, Mm -hmm. I have desired to eat this Passover with you before Mm -hmm. I suffer. Mm -hmm. For this I for I say unto you, I will not any more eat them. So he's saying that it is my desire that I eat this feast with you. For the very last time because I am no longer going to take this feast with you. What it means is that Jesus has been eating the feast with his disciples. So he's saying that for this last one, for this very one, will be the last feast with you. Now, I, I told the church yesterday that when Jesus said I was not going to eat it with you again, they had a certain understanding. Not in Tiasiebu, a woman dream. So, ah, said the year only eight, you know. So, I never come. And so, we, a bear near Chatwa. So, they understood him in that light. They didn't know that Jesus in the feast was going to now bring the reality of all that they have been doing, which was the practices associated with the feast. They didn't know that Jesus was going to now bring them the reality. So, ah, Jesus is not going to eat with us. He must take this with us before he suffers. This will be the last one. So let's have that understanding as we read on. Uh-huh. Until it be fulfilled in the kingdom. Until of God. it be fulfilled in the kingdom is not the second coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. The kingdom here will be in my resurrection. So what it means is that take till I am resurrected. Uh-huh. <laughs> How long was that going to be? <laughs> it will still be in the last eating. Is the church following at all? <laughs> Take that part again. And he said unto them. And he said unto them. I desire. I have des- with desire. I mm-hmm. have desire to eat. What it means is that. It is of auto, it is my utmost desire. Say I was me a way with you. Now, eat this feast with you is still the Passover. Not holy communion. Are you following here? The feast Jesus was talking about is the Passover feast. There is no holy communion there. Did you, did you read holy communion? No. Until this time, Jesus was still talking about the Passover feast. 
and in Exodus, we saw the articles of the feast. A, a, ram, a, a, a lamb, a roasted lamb. We saw unleavened bread. We saw wine. We saw bitter herbs. Are you here? So, in the celebration, those were the articles in the feast. So, Jesus says, They knew exactly what Jesus was talking about up until that time. Are you here? Let's push it. To eat this Passover with you before eat, I suffer. Uh-huh, do you see that? To eat what? This Passover, this Passover with you before, with I, you before I die. 16. Yeah. For I say unto you, mm-hmm. I will not any more eat thereof mm-hmm. until it be fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Mm. And he took the cup, mm-hmm. gave thanks. Now, so as they were eating, all his disciples were around him. Not even the betrayer was left out. They were all seated. Then in the eating, he took cup that was filled with wine. Uh-huh. And gave thanks. And gave thanks. And said. And said. Take this. Take this. Now, as he started this, they became they, they were they were a bit anxious because in the feast there is no lifting of cup and there is no thanksgiving in the feast. No, 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 no. You have to eat. So they gather around, then they'll just give general thanks. As we do this, we commemorate the day when you took us out of the land of Egypt. We celebrate you, Yahweh. This unliving bread reminds us of the bread that you asked us to eat hastily. Thank you for your provisions. Thank you for your protection. Praise be Yahweh. There is no lifting of cup. There is no breaking of bread. So when Jesus took the cup, gave thanks and gave them all attention was focused on him. Something has changed. Are you here this morning? Uh huh. Take this and divide it among yourselves. Take this and drink each one of you. So they were drinking from the same cup. Now, it is significant. The blood was not a multi-blood. So, blood drawn from uh, Mrs. A, Sister B. No, no, no. We are all going to draw from the same blood. What it means is that our source of redemption is one. There is only one who can save. So you are going to drink of the same cup. What it means is that our source of salvation can only be one. Our source of redemption can only be one. There's no one who can save except Jesus. So he took, he took it and he said, This is my blood. He didn't say this is somebody's blood. He said this is Moses' blood. He didn't say this is the blood of the lamb that was killed that day. The blood, the lamb that was killed 
and the blood that was drawn was a typology of me. Now, move from the shadow of that lamp and the blood of that lamp into understanding that the blood of that lamp was signifying my blood today, which will be shed for you in no short time. Very because as at that time when he said, This is my blood which I shed for you, he had not yet died. Are we still in the house? Read it. <laughs> for I say unto you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine mm -hmm. until the kingdom of God shall come. Now, listen to this. This should not confuse us. I am bringing you the reality now. And so, I don't have to take this for you, with you again. I needed to take this last one, which is my desire. Only to bring you to the reality of the feast. And once I bring you to the reality of the feast, and my death and my resurrection, automatically I have taken you out of that feast into me, the reality. That is why he mentions the kingdom because that will be in the resurrection. Now, in the kingdom, it will be a continuous feast. Why? I am now resident to you forever. Oh, glory. Are you catching it here? So it is not an eating you. Till we enter the kingdom. That's it. How are we going to enter? When the spirit of Christ enters man. That I don't know, Jesus is here. Yeah. <laughs> Continue. He didn't end there. Let's move on. Until the kingdom of God shall come. Mm -hmm. 19. So where's the kingdom of God today? The kingdom of God is shed abroad in our hearts. So the kingdom is in us. Christ in you is the kingdom. A minister said the other day, he says, heaven will be empty without Christ. Why do you want to go to heaven? You want to go to heaven for what? You want to go to heaven? To go and do what? Think about it. Why do you want to go to heaven? To go and enjoy. You are not enjoying enough here. So, Christ in you is not heaven enough. <laughs> Where are the heavens? In you. So, you are carrying the heavens. And you want to go to heaven. Where are you now? In heaven. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> that is why it is important for you to understand. That we are not in we started from there. The believer is not in process. I am, I, we are marching to Zion. And yet, in Hebrews, he says, ye are come. He didn't say, you are going. He didn't say, we are marching to Zion. He says, they that are born of God, ye are come to Mount Zion. What it means is that the believer began from Zion. I started from heaven. 
I started from the kingdom, the day he entered me, I began from the kingdom. Yeah, that is your reality. That's why you can command things from the kingdom and let them appear in the natural. We started from the spiritual. We are spirit men. Are you here this morning? devil shut your mouth you see what is in you is greater than what is in him what is in you makes you you didn't catch it what is in you makes you so your authority is not a reciter it is an appearing I said your authority is not a reciter it is your appearing once you get there something must happen it's your appearing because the heavens and the headquarters of God is now resident in you. The kingdoms are in your heart. Why do we glorify the devil like that? Almighty. By the time the person finishes with the testimony, you know that you are Because they'll glorify the devil 25 minutes and thank God for one minute. That is not a testimony. Uh -uh. What is the testimony? We overcame by the blood. Did you see devil there? And by the words of what it means is that the words of your testimony must celebrate the goodness of the Lord. We don't care about the devil like that. Too. If all your prayers bind, bind, what about Lord? I manifest all the grace deposited in me. Is that not a better prayer? I bind, I bind, I lose, I bind. Your prayer is 90% focused on the devil, 10% focused on God. Who will do it? Is it the devil who will do or Christ? So your, your prayer should be 90% focused on what the Lord has done in you. 10% shutting the mouth of the devil. Are you here this morning? That should be your prayer. Let's move here. Otherwise, I say unto you, I will not drink the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God shall come. And he took bread and gave thanks. And he took bread. And gave thanks. And gave thanks again. And break it. He said... And gave unto them, saying, mm -hmm. This is my body which is given for you. So, this is my body which is what? Given for you. Which is given for you. This do in remembrance of me. Now, that is why people miss it. This do in remembrance of me. I told you, number one, up until this time, they thought it was just the feast of the Passover. They never knew that Jesus was going to bring them to the reality of the feast. The significance of the feast. So when Jesus said, this is my cup, this is my, this is my blood, and this is my body, don't let English confuse you. Do this now. Having me in mind. It was not an institution of any holy communion. You understand English now? As you do this, my disciples, which I said I need to do with you, do this in mind. 
it was all about me. He was not saying continue. Ah. It was an English problem. We didn't read well. Now, this dude, who is, who is he with? His disciples. And what was his desire? It was an atomous desire that I needed to do this with you. Now, 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 do this now. Knowing that I am bringing you to the reality of what your fathers were doing up until now. Oh, are you catching it now? So, all that they said, they were talking about me. The lamp was about me. Uh, the blood was about me. The unleavened bread was about me. Now, when you eat the bread as you're eating now, know that it's about me. And then, unfortunately, we read and misread. Oh, yes, one worker. <laughs> oh Jesus, illiteracy. <laughs> this one is spiritual literacy. Because if we were to be just English, I'm sure scholars would have gotten it. That is why when it comes to revelation, flesh and blood cannot reveal this. Flesh and blood cannot reveal this until thy father reveals this to you via the spirit. Jesus wants us to leave the, the, the senses of the flesh and gravitate into the realm where revelation abides. Enough of the flesh. What did Peter say? Thou art the son of God. Then Jesus said, Peter, Peter. Ah, revelation has Change your place. Because you thought you were only limited in the realm of Cephas. Of, of, of Cephas. But I, I, Revelation has graduated you into a place of Peter. For flesh and blood cannot reveal this to you. But my father. So, <laughs> the feasting were to the next level. No, or unfortunately, now, a wrong interpretation of any part of scripture makes us lose a major revelation in that scripture. The same way when they took the bread, they had the miracle of the bread, they came back again, they came back wanting more bread. Jesus said, this is not what I wanted to show you. Now let me bring you to the reality of the true bread. I am the living bread. Revelation. The living bread. So that man shall not live by bread alone. Oh, yeah. Not that bread. Physical bread. But by every word, spiritual bread, no. when it gets into you, you never hunger anymore. It is the word that satisfies. I said it is the word that satisfies. So anytime you are drawn from a congregation where word can be given to you, it will be a ploy of the enemy. 
Because what really satisfies is not the money in my bank account. What really satisfies is not the buildings that I'm putting up. What really satisfies is not how many times I've gone on holidays. What really satisfies is the word. He says, the words that I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. Is somebody here receive life this morning? Life. What satisfies is the word. And that word is the living bread. Stop this challenge and play. Pastor, do you understand it now? Can I continue? Let's push it. <laughs> the devil is a liar. We are moving from the shadows into the substance. So, Jesus was not instituting any holy communion. As you do this now, do this with me in mind. Do this with me. Because the feast was about me. Uh-uh. Jesus, our Passover lamb. We'll come to it. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, he was not. He was just telling them that what your fathers did and that is why when they ate the manna in the wilderness, they died, didn't they? But what I gave is the bread that is coming from heaven. Yesterday, did you, did you catch the revelation that the manna they were calling food from heaven was prepared by angels, number one, in the firmament, in the atmosphere. <laughs> wow. And so that manna didn't come from heaven. But there is one bread who comes from the bosom of the Father. What it means is that that bread is the imprint of divinity in humanity. When you eat that bread, is somebody eating something this morning? If you eat that you will not hunger anymore. It's about a man. It's not a thing. It's about a him. And not a thing. Any bread that will expire cannot be the bread from heaven. Anyone that has expired it cannot be the wine from heaven. There is one that flows through Emmanuel's veins and that is the purest of blood. When I take him in, I'll eat him. When it enters my heart, I have eaten. And that food, once I eat, I hunger no more. Are you here this morning? It says that if you know the one who speaks to you, the gift of God, you would have asked me for water. Oh, the woman at the well. And when I give you this water, he calls it the living water. If it's the living bread, and if he's going to give you water, it will be the living water. Everything about him is living. You will never thirst anymore. All of this Jesus said concerning himself. He's the only one who can say, I give you. The rest will say, I'll be showing you. Didn't catch it. Uh, all the prophets will say, I am pointing you to. He's the only one who will say, I am the signpost. The signpost, no, he's not just the signpost. The signpost will show you to me. When you come to me, you ignore all the signposts. When you are coming to TDC, huh? when you are at the traffic light, the traffic light will tell you, come forward. When you get to this junction, you see TDC Conference Center. 
when you go to the gate, the security, you ask the security. See, oh, you are here. Now, do you go back to the signpost and say, this is where I am? Or this is where I should be? No. Once you get to your destination, do you need signpost? Once Christ is in you, and the food he gives you, which is the fullness of himself, is in you, do you need any addition? What can you add to the spirit of Christ? That is why it is only Christ and Christ alone. It is not Christ plus oil. Christ plus holy water. Christ plus salt water. Christ plus communion. You cannot add anything to him. You cannot take anything from him. Your knowledge is what brings you true rest. Your knowledge about what he has done. Your knowledge of the one in you. Your desire is to know rather than wanting to do. Hey. So do, do you understand do this in remembrance of me? Yes. As you do this. Have me in mind. It's not an eating. In as much as it's an eating. Mm-hmm. It's not an eating. In as much as it's an eating. It's not an eating as in bread and wine. It is an eating as in believing and receiving. Lamban. Are you here this morning? Can we push it further? So, Jesus never established anything. So, Jesus was not talking about a memorial service. How do you remember this living word? I thought... Uh, <laughs> Do we remember the living or remember the dead? Yeah, I want you to flow with me. Because sometimes in church, it's like we want you to leave your senses at home. And then whatever we push on you, you take hook, line, and sinker without understanding. Who do you remember? Is it not the dead? Today, if you are having a memorial service, will it not, for example, for servant of the Lord, it's not because he's dead. As I stand with you, can you have a memorial service for me? The devil is a liar. I will speak fire. Do we have memorial service for the living? Where is Christ today? Is he dead or alive? What it means is that I cannot hold a service for Christ. Ah. So when he said, do this in remembrance of me, he was not saying, remember my death. That remembrance will have to be explained. Are you catching it? He says, I will die. But a short while I will live. And when I live, I will go up. Okay, then so I will orchestrate The Father who is already in me will come together with me and will have our abode in you. Okay, so Where is he now? In our hearts. He is not dead. So I don't have to. Uh, yeah, yeah. Remembrance for what? So you see that he has taken us away from just a celebration. The devil wants us to settle on celebration and lose the reality. The real power is knowing that the man is actively living in you. Amen. <laughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We are taking it a bit further today. It's a serious matter. We are leaving the shadows and we are coming to the So is it clear that Jesus was not instituting any celebration? He was not. <laughs> so he was teaching his disciples the revelation behind the feast of the Passover. 
What was done in ignorance by the Jews and his disciples, even up until that time, is what he explained in that that um, uh, eating. So they were therefore not to do it and do it like any of those feasts they have been having till that time. But they were to do it with him in mind now as the last feast they will ever have with him. So all that we're doing, this was the import of the celebration. It's about me. Now, so, that is what ends the discourse in the Gospels, what we call synoptic Gospels. Now, let's move to the Acts of Apostles. This morning, we are going to do a lot of reading. So, please pay attention. Pay attention. Pay attention. Because, you see, sometimes, we go through some of these things to be able to receive enough enough knowledge to be able to teach someone else. You may not be taking. Have we taken? We've not taken for a while. So it means that naturally we are growing out of it. But it is not just because we are not taking. Do you really understand why we don't take it? Can you also teach someone to leave that shadow and come to the substance? Taking some small, small notes is important here. Are you here this morning? So let's go to Acts of Apostles because there is another problem there. Somebody say another problem. Why? Because some people tell us that when you see breaking of bread, it is also communion. I will not say too much. Let's go to the scriptures. Let the scriptures speak for themselves. Are you here? Have you also heard that one before? Oh, how many of us have heard that one? Breaking of bread is equal to communion. Yeah, yeah. And this morning, that one will be, will be shattered. It will be, it will be rubbed off our minds. Breaking of bread is not communion. Eh-eh. <laughs> Acts chapter 2, verse 42. <laughs> Acts chapter 2 verse 42 mm-hmm. and they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrines mm-hmm. and fellowship mm-hmm. and in breaking of bread and in prayers so they continued steadfastly in the apostles doctrine in what in what in breaking of bread so what the apostles doctrine will be is in breaking of bread, in fellowship, fellowship and in prayer. prayer. Is that not it? Yes. Now, is the break? The question we would have to ask ourselves is: Is the breaking of bread then communion? Now, let's use scripture to explain, explain scripture. Let's go to Luke twenty-four. Luke twenty-four. Let's start from verse 28. We'll understand breaking of bread as a custom of the Jews. Luke 24, 28. And they drew nine unto the... So the background to this is Jesus on the road to Emmaus speaking to, having a conversation with some of his disciples 
in the midst of them and yet they couldn't recognize him. They were walking to a mouse, talking about Jesus who was with them and yet could not see him. He said, this man must be a good man. This man is too good to die. I said, this man is a good man. They were talking about Jesus to Jesus. That is why it is only by revelation that you can see him. He can be with you. You still be looking for him. Jesus will be in your house. You are still looking for him. If you are walking in the light and you are looking for more light, what will you find? Darkness. And you are in light. You want more light anyway. So that's the that's the background to this. So let's read on. And they drew nine unto the village. So they drew nine unto the village of M house. Whither they went. Whither they went. So they were going he, to Ibim house. And when and and he made as though he would have gone further. 29. But they constrained him, saying. So Jesus was like, Oh, I have to continue. But they 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 asked him not to go. We are enjoying the conversation. It's almost dark. This road is very dangerous. Stay with us. Uh-huh. Saying, abide with us. Uh-huh. For it is toward evening. It is toward evening. And the day is far spent. The day is far, far spent. And he went in the tarry with them. Uh-huh. And it came to pass, as he sat at the meat with them. Now, is that King James? Yes, King James. Uh-huh. And... And it came to pass, mm-hmm. as he sat at the meat with them, mm-hmm. he took bread uh-huh. and blessed it uh-huh. and break uh-huh. and gave it to them. Uh-huh. And their eyes were opened mm-hmm. and they knew him mm-hmm. and he vanished so out. So that was eyes. the breaking of bread. And it was a normal custom of the Jews when you have, it's like, let's have a drink up. Let's, let's yeah, 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 juice from the so they are eating is what they call breaking of bread and they normally do that to strangers and visitors who come to their homes so when it, look, one of the things they will do is to even wash your feet it is called welcome address then they will give you bread and they will give you something to eat we call it breaking of bread so that was already a with the Jews. Now, the apostles in... How will I put this? Do you remember that after Jesus had gone and the Holy Spirit had come, they began to seek them. They began to seek their lives. They began to pursue them. So, so they couldn't just meet all at the same time in one big place. No, they took the meetings to individual homes. And as their custom would demand, when you get to anybody's home, you break bread. It's called welcome address. Are you here? So, breaking of bread then cannot be holy communion. How many of you understand what I'm just saying? Follow closely, you'll get it. So, in the Acts of Apostles, you'll see that they just continued in that, in the Apostles' doctrine, in breaking of bread, 
46, I'm sure we even explain it further. Let's go to 46. 46. And, and said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it be. No, uh, Acts 2 46. Are you there? Acts 2 46. We just did 42, is that not it? Acts and we went 2, back 46. to Emmaus. So let's go back to Acts for Acts 2 46. Acts 2 46. Uh -huh. And they continually daily with one accord in the temple. They continue daily in one accord. In the temple. Let's go on. And breaking bread from house to house. And breaking bread from where? House to house. house, to house. Did eat their meat with gladness and ayaya, ayaya. They ate their meat with gladness of heart. And singleness of heart. And singleness of heart. Hallelujah. So, the breaking of bread here nothing to do with the Passover. Do you see Passover there? No. <laughs> Has nothing to do with Holy Communion. So in the whole of the book of Acts, we don't see this feast continued by the church. In as much as those feasts were still being celebrated, I'll give you records of that. Do you understand what I just said? I said, we don't see any record in the Acts of Apostles where the feast of the Passover was celebrated by the apostles, by the church. But in Israel, they still continued, even after resurrection, with the feasts. Please, do you understand up to this point? Very important. Very, very important. <laughs> now, it is only when you lose sight of the reality that you are likely to follow the shadows. It is only when you lose sight of the reality that you are likely to follow the shadows. So, it is only smart on our part to now go into the epistles to see what they also say concerning Passover or what we want to believe as Holy Communion and all of that. Now, when we look at 1 Corinthians chapter 11, now on our Holy Communion envelope, it is one of the scriptures we quote. Is that not it? Oh, how many of you remember your Holy Communion envelopes? It's not been too long ago, just recently. Even 31st grass, yeah, yeah. First Corinthians, <laughs> please follow closely, follow closely. First Corinthians chapter 11, verse 29. First Corinthians chapter 12 verse 13. Uh -huh. For by one spirit are we all baptized into one body. Oh, glory. Whether, be, whether we be Jews or Gentiles, uh -huh. whether we be bound or free, uh -huh. and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Mm. For the body is not one member. Now, follow closely because even at this point, 
is still teaching on the basis of what he had heard, which was division. One car passed over. Are we following closely? Yes. The divisions, the divisions. So, what Paul is teaching in chapter 11 has nothing to do with any food. In as much as he will be using food as analogy. A bit baby. Divisions. Divisions. Divisions all over. Read on, please. Let's start all over again. 12, 13. For by one spirit. For by one spirit are we all baptized. The church was baptized into one spirit. Into one body. Into one body. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles. Whether we be Jews or Gentiles. Whether we be bound or free. Why, whether we be slaves or free. And have been made and have been all made to drink into one spirit. Now look at what the church should be. Look at what the church ought to have been. And yet they have allowed divisions to mess them up. So Paul in chapter 12 is reminding them of their state. Who you truly are. Are you following with me? Don't sleep. Are you following with me? Very, very important. And this is what should be happening in our church today. We are born, we are baptized into one spirit. That is our state. We are sanctified. Why do you want to see your neighbor differently? That is where the division starts from. <laughs> we'll look at a few things this morning. It is not an eating. When you lose the reality of what he's talking about, you reduce all our fellowships into eating. And yet, it was a serious matter. It was a serious matter. If we are not united, this agenda will not be fulfilled. Yes. And these are weightier matters. And just coming yeah, to yeah, we have been eating and eating since. Yeah, if we lose the reality of why we should come together, yeah, we'll understand yeah, that we need to just go straight to those things and leave the sacraments. Mm -hmm. After eating, people still insult themselves outside. Yeah, After eating, husbands and wife will go home and will not talk yeah, to each other. Yeah, what are you eating? Yeah. What are you eating? Hmm. People come here, they cannot forgive. After breaking, I told you yesterday that it got to a time I have to break the bread to simple. In fact, Jesus broke it so me. I broke, I broke into four parts. And yet, I could have left this meeting and not talk to my neighbor outside. What was I eating? So, there are serious matters beyond eating. Bitterness. A sankrofoma after eating, they cannot release it. What are you eating? You still want to eat? I said anytime the scriptures are misinterpreted, we lose an essential spiritual truth. And that's why somebody will say, Oh, Pastor, as for Holy Communion, I'll come. And yet has no idea that, that, that separating 
yourself from the gathering of the saints is injurious to your health. Because you want to limit this, your eating, eating, into just an eating, eating, and yet there are weightier businesses to be accomplished as a body and as the body of Christ. Look at what Paul is teaching here. Push it, please. 14. For the body is not one member, ah, but many. The body is not one member, but many. The many is what forms the body of Christ. The Lord's body is talking about the church. It's not talking about food. The Lord's body is the church. We are members of the Lord's body. So I am a member. You are a member. One may be the foot. One may be the finger. One may be the eye. One may be the knee. We are all important in this business. Why do you want to take yourself out? You want to break the member. You want to break the body. Do we, are we getting it little by little? Push it please. If the foot shall sing, uh-huh. because I am not the hand. Oh, I increase am, the volume there. If the foot shall say. If the foot shall say. Because I am not the hand. Because I am not the hand. I am not of the body. If, if, if the usher shall say. Me, I am not the prayer warrior. Whatever happens here, me, I don't care. You are forgotten that you are supposed. Where are the ushers? Are they still here? You are supposed to bring the people in. So that there is a certain order here. Before we pray. And because you are not the prayer leader, you don't care. You are a demons. Uh-uh. Because I am not the lead pastor, me, I don't care what happens here. And yet, this frontage must, must represent our spiritual reality. This spirit is an excellent spirit. I said, Satan, I yeah, because I'm not the lead pastor. I mean, I don't care. Me, let the pastor do their thing. And yet you are the cleaner. Ah. Because the foot will say that I am not the hand. There are many of us here who are bitter. Let that bitterness flash before we enter the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Yes. Bitter about nothing. And it is way down in your spirit. Bitter about nothing. Because if we should discuss it right now, you realize that the spirit has no part in this. For nothing. Oh, yes. This is what Big Paul is talking about. Not wafers and vimto. When you meet and when you gather, you don't gather for good. You gather for the worst. And yet the body of Christ, purchased by Jesus, are supposed to, once they meet, they are supposed to be edified. And yet when we meet, it is rather we build rancor amongst ourselves. I, can, I cannot come to your house and eat banku and okro soup. The devil is a liar. And yet that's what the devil is doing. Because he knows that when I can come to your house and eat banku and okro soup, we are connected even the more. And so he's not interested. He will bring schism between you and I. If you allow this, you are the demons of the church. You are breaking the church apart. What is this animosity in the church today? You can't even give lift to young ladies in the church because ah, it means that they are doing something. Look at what the devil has made the church into. You want to eat and eat. I've told you demon, I've told you witches have come to church, drunk the holy communion, and the next person after them, 
they are firing them in the church. Because when you lose the essence of the power of Christ in the church, you are limited to feast, drink up. There is no power in drink up. That's all we do. Push it, please. Push it, push it. And if the ears shall say, because I am not the eye, I am not of the body, ah. is it therefore not of the body? Let them if, do what they want to do. Me, I don't care. Once I come and sit, the day me, I'll come, me, I'll come. Oh. You are not a member of the body. Me, I choose to come and come. Me, the day me, I come, I've come. What is wrong with you? Did you not know that you are a member of the body? How can the body grow? How can this body be upright? representing the fullness of God because Christ is not like this. It's like this. When every part is working well, if when you go to Ephesians, he says that there will not be any cancer because if the knee decides not to work well, the knee will not allow water to flow from your upper body to that the lower part of that limb. It will become cancerous. The knee has decided not to work well. So there'll be cancer. And the church today has so much cancer in it. I pray as we go through this, all the cancers are healed. I said all the cancers are healed. It is not an eating. Some take it every day. Some they take it before they eat breakfast. It's not an eating. Please read it. If the whole body were an eye, where were the hearing? If the whole hear, now do you get it? If the whole body were an eye, what it means is that let's look at eye as the upper part of the body. Let's look at the eye. As leadership. If all of us were leaders, who would serve? Who? Are you catching anything? So what it means is that even at leadership, we must appreciate those who are under us. Uh, if we're all leaders, how many pastors can preach at a time? What it means is that appreciate those who are also audience listening to you. Who are congregants? Who are congregants? Members of the congregation. We should also honor them as they also honor us. Are we here this morning? If we're all leaders, may pour five minutes and that will be so for us. It is it is more than division. Yes. We don't fight for here. Do you understand my grammar this morning? We don't fight for here. We fight knowing what Christ can do through us wherever we are in the congregation. So if we're all at the top, who will serve us? Mm. Are we catching the dialogue here? Yes. Do you see any Holy Communion there? Mm. Let's push it. If the whole were hearing, where were the smelling? Ah! But now had God set the members every Who said? 
God. Who said? God. Thor. Uh-huh. Set the members, every one of them in the body. Every one of them in the body As has been set by God to be where they are to play their functions. The day you refuse to play your role, you are accountable for your role, not me. Some have been said to sing. The day you refuse to sing is your problem. Uh, uh, nowadays, you, you don't even allow us to sing. Uh, uh, what, what should we do? Do. Wait for the opportunity to sing. And when the opportunity comes, don't be asked to. Do we have some singers? Yes, I have singers here. If you are stopped from singing, wait for the opportunity. Because another time will come for you to sing. Don't come and uh, we, we have been stopped. Stopped. The spirit has been stopped. Uh, uh, you are even in a group, right? Uh, what's the name of your group? Uh, Voices of Deliverance or something? Composers have been, have been we composers, we, 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 we sing Holy Ghost song. Pastor say, no singing, singing. Pastor has flushed out our Holy Ghost. Let the Holy Ghost come back. Because when the time comes for you to sing, you will sing like nothing matters. So we have been set. Huh. Uh, uh, me, me, I, I was attending to the grandmothers in the church. They say now everything dissolved, dissolved. Mm. The thing has dissolved. But opportunity is coming. An opportunity is coming. Where you'll be useful once again. As you are sitting down hiding, allow the spirit to show you the next phase of what you'll be doing when the opportunity comes. Because you have been set there. If we understand this, nobody will lie to you of, of abjugating your responsibility. To who? The devil to come and do? Am I still preaching here? If I'm preaching, give the Lord a mighty clap. The body must be united. The church must be united once again. We should not allow, after this convention, see your neighbor as Christ sees him or her. Don't see your neighbor as you used to see her. Because after this conversation, you have no idea what the spirit is working in people. Because you don't have an idea what the spirit has wrought in them. Let's move on united though. We need a united front. The enemy wants us divided. He wants to set counts amongst us. Schisma is the Greek word for divisions. Schisma. S-C-H-I-S-M-A. S-C-H-I-S-M-A. Schisma. Which is to tear apart. To rent. To split. Schisma. That there be divisions amongst you when you come together. I thought your coming together was to make you better. But I see that your coming together is rather making you worse. Because when the spirit of Christ is not, you will not be truly edified. You come and you come and talk about yourself. It's instead of listening to word, mudin seku about me. Now then watch it. If it is not me, it's about a neighbor sitting close to you. Then I said, 
Now you will be the best one for me. Sorry, we're here. Into my way, we're here. We're here. Koto bibre ye. Adi ye ke ground to my ground. Yomodi ya. Ya edi yo. Ya edi ya. For your information. And I mean, I'm sorry, you put your mimi who near cause you. Society. When you come together, it should be to your edification. How are you doing, brother? How are you doing, sister? I hope all things are working well. Let's trust the Lord some more. Let's grow in Him. All things will work to perfection over time. That should be the communication. How are your children doing? How is your wife doing? It's been a while. What is going on? Can we pray together? Can we grow together? That should be the discussion. I will are we going to grow? And yet the kingdom of hell is united in their attack to the church. They may not be united amongst themselves, but when it comes to you, they will gravitate themselves and compress you. Uh That is why you can have in a man 6,000 demons called legion. And yet the individual demons never agree. But because they want to house a man, they can agree and destroy one man. We should not allow the devil any space in our gatherings. Never. When you come together, it should not be for the worst. It should be for your edification. Are we here this morning? The devil is a liar. We'll flash him out like never. Amen. So, have you got it 28? Let's read it quickly, please. But if God has set the members, every man, every one of them in the body, as it had pleased him, and if they were all one member, where were the body? Yes. But now are they many members, yet but one body? Oh, and now are they many members, yet but, yet one, but one body? body. Look, when leadership puts you anywhere, stay there. And be useful there. And me, 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 I know me, oh, me, I know me. When you put me here, me, I know I will not do well, but hmm, what will I do? Be there and do well. Yeah, be there. There can be rotations. Today you are an usher, tomorrow you are in children's service. Be there and be useful. Say me, me, nowadays, me, me, I know me, oh. We, are all, we all have the spirit, oh, and yet we have leaders. With your spirit, we have leaders. Let all things be done decent. They didn't say let all things be done spiritually. Ambassador. Because of leadership, let all things be done in decency and in order. What it means is that there will be a leadership that will make sure things are done in order. And they are done in decency. There is a certain wind that is going to blow in the church. People will come to know who they truly are. And people will flow in the anointing that, is, that has never happened before. Why? Because we are beginning to know that it is all about Christ when we meet. It's individual, individual, individual. Not even pastors. So if you find yourself in a body like this, please let's appreciate the work of the Holy Spirit and the function of leaders in this assembly. Are we here this morning? Hallelujah. Oh, I said hallelujah. Now, 1 Corinthians 10, 16. 1 Corinthians 10, 16. 1 Corinthians 10, 16. The cup of the blessing which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Christ?
Christ. Please follow closely. The cup, read it again. First Corinthians 10, 16. Uh-huh. The cup of the blessing which we bless. The cup of the blessing which we bless. Is it not the communion of the blood of Is Christ? it not the communion of the blood of, of the blood? The bread which we break. Uh-huh. Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? Is it not the communion of the body of Christ? The body of Christ, there will be what? The church. church. Uh-huh. Uh. For we being many are one bread. Hallelujah. So here, he used this. We being many are what? One bread. We being many are what? One so bread. he's using the bread figuratively. To explain our union or identification in Christ. Is it clear? So bread there is us. Many members, but one bread. We are all one bread. Oh, one bread, one body. One body. Are you here? Do you understand that term now? You understand it today. So are we not one bread? So he's using a abode on Edna Homa Yenkabom our union and identification in Christ. Is it clear? Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> in other words, believers ought to see themselves as members of the same body of Christ. Believers are to see themselves. Those days are gone. When you see your neighbor, media minimum, say not change for a minute. See your neighbor differently differently for a day. Just for a day. Media minimum says see her as well as see not you, see not see yourself as one as, as, as members of the same body, which is the body. So therefore, when Paul said, not we are back to descending. Are you catching it? Yes. When he said not discerning the lost body, what he referred to in this context was not Jesus' body. Jesus' physical body. Rather, he used those terms, the church and the lost body, to explain their union or identification in Christ, which is by faith in the gospel. How do we become members of the law of, of, of Christ? We believed. And when we believed, we became members of his body. So he was just talking, using that to explain. Let's go back to um, 1129. 1 Corinthians 1129. You understand it better. Uh-huh. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, uh-huh. eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, uh-huh. not discerning the not Lord's discerning body. discerning the Lord's body, not discerning, the, not appreciating our union and identification in Christ. Hey. Huh. So, now we see that in context, Paul spoke about eating and drinking twice. Do you see there? Let's read it again. You see eating and drinking twice. For he that eateth. For he that eateth. That's the first eating. And drinketh. And drinketh. Uh-huh. Eateth. 
drinketh, drinketh damnation and drinketh unto damnation. So you see eating and drinking twice. Do you also see that? Do you see that? So thus, what Paul was addressing was their conduct. Two different things here. Paul was addressing their conduct when you meet. Your meeting and the things you do in the meeting, conduct, does not show your true state, position, and nature in Christ. Is it clear? Your union and identification. So your conduct is what I am addressing. Are we flowing in this thing? This is Bible study. This is how it is done. It is a laborious work. Because we could have just said simple, come and take. But for you to be moved from taking and drinking just like that, you have to be process of studying and teaching to understand who you truly are. So that the day you realize that, ah, if the true food is inside, what can I add? It is not easy. So follow closely. This is why we call it convention of saints. Yes, follow closely. Loto numbers. <laughs> I see 20 people becoming billionaires. It is not the gospel. So, if we are 50 in this room, so we, the 30, we are not part of the service, then let us leave so that I can handle 20 people. Gospel of exclusion. Sure. Now, he was addressing the Conduct of believers towards one another that is fellow believers. We understand it very shortly. That is why he started the discussion in verse 17 and 18, addressing divisions amongst them. 17 and let's read 17 and 18 again for emphasis. First Corinthians chapter, First 11. Corinthians chapter 11, verses 17 and 18. Mm-hmm. Now, in this that I declare unto you. Uh-huh. I praise you not. I praise you not. That ye come together not for the better. Yes. But for the worse. Uh-huh. For, the, for first of all. For when, first of all. When ye come together in the church. When you come together I in the church. I hear there be divisions I among you. I hear that there be divisions amongst you. And I partly believe it. Ah. So, notice Paul's words. I hear. Do you, do, do you catch that one? I hear that there be divisions amongst you. So, how did Paul hear this? Just by record. When you go to 1 Corinthians 1.11, he heard it of them, the believers of Chloe, at Chloe's house. For record. Let's read it. Paul told them where he got it. Chapter 1, verse 11. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11. For it had been declared unto me of you, my brethren, by them which are of the house of Chloe. By them, by believers which are of the house of, of glory. So that's why he heard it. And the letter of Paul spoke consistently about contentions that they had over several issues. Is this part very clear? So the letter 
was chiefly on divisions in the church, which was as a result of their conduct towards one another, not even outsiders, one another. And Niamh Yedi Yahu FM Nyamia Safu Asafu Ye O Wedi this is the asafu the church triumphant is the collection of saints who triumph here yeah. the church triumphant is the congregation of saints who are not just triumphant but who are reigning here in this world are you catching the thing here we are not able to relate one with another what is wrong with the church and I can relate this to the body here, this assembly. I'm speaking to this assembly. I'm not speaking to ICGC. I'm speaking to Central Fellowship Ministries. I'm speaking to this house called Grace Arena. What is wrong with us? So Paul has been very consistent in his writing. Let's push it further. So, this was obvious. This was an obviously... How would I say it? It is obviously a, a, a troubled church. Yet the church was sanctified. Yet they were saints. Yet they received the grace of God. Yet they were the testimony of Christ. And yet they had divisions among themselves. How do we see that? When you read chapter 1, verse 1 to 9, you see all the attributes of the church. And yet Paul says in verse 17, I have a problem with you. In as much as we are sanctified, in as much as we are good, in as much as, in as, much as we are, our place in Christ cannot be disturbed, and as much as we are the body of Christ, there are problems amongst us. So don't let us leave the problems and say we are coming to eat. Because I'm going to use food to bring this understanding very clear to you. Because in chapter 3, he said, I could not speak with you as spiritual." And so he needed to use symbols to communicate to this church. A troubled church, you don't speak spiritual things. I am not surprised. Sometimes when we bring some spiritual stuff here, we struggle because we, 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 our, and now that's spiritual. So we struggle with spiritual things. The pastor would say, I say, me it here. two years on the one year, she said, you can't handle spiritual things. So people come here and that's spiritual utterance. They are sleeping. Because they can't handle it. After this convention, we will sit at the feet of Jesus and drink spiritual food or spiritual wine. Yeah. Eat spiritual bread. Yeah. Yeah. They can't handle it. It is, it, is a, it is a signal that we are more carnal in our conduct than spiritual. It's a signal. Huh. Yet, Paul had a fundamental problem with them. So, yeah, they were supposed to know better. Look at verse 10. They were supposed to know better. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 10. Yes. Now, I beseech you, brethren, uh -huh. by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, yes. that ye all speak the same thing. Ye all speak the same thing because I have already taught you. That speak the same you see why we go through laborious or laborious teaching so that we we'll all speak the same thing. 
I remember many weeks or months ago when we dealt with Sabbath. I heard, I heard that there were some who were not coming because that is not what was taught them. Then I asked, who taught them what they know? Who taught you what to know? If not your pastor. I remember when we <laughs> when we stopped some of the practices of the church. I said, ah, the way people are doing these things nowadays, they, we, we don't understand. Oh, you are spoiling things. Oh, you are, you are spoiling, spoiling things. Oh. The same spirit that operated in the past, if it's the same spirit that is operating today, believe the spirit. When the spirit speaks, listen. Let the church hear what the spirit saith to the assembly. We speak the same thing. So after Holy Communion, don't go and stand somewhere and say, me pastor has taught. As for me, this is how I see it. You are demons. Yeah. Speak. Because that is where division starts from. As a passing, you know, commentary. Don't sit where you are sitting and get angry. There are some things we teach here. When I see your faces, it's enough commentary. Oh yes. Uh, Pastor, you are not in my shoes. Did I preach for my shoes? Or I preach from the word. If I preach for my shoes, then you can make that commentary. Pastor, you don't know what I'm going through. But if it is the word, your problem is part, is incorporated. I don't know if I'm ministering today. There are so many people who struggle. That is where the division starts from. I say, Pastor, you're used to fire, sir. And net three days. Oh, but catch him. He said, Mommy, you used to fire. Fire may you swear, yeah, Juma, mommy. Me say, Fire me to me, they told me them. Now, oh, Jad, there is a yeah. What it means is that the fire was your Holy Ghost. You never had any Holy Ghost in you in the first place. Think about this. And the Pastor, when I woke up, I said, Oh, now, media fire, no. Mekopo, Makosa, Mesasa, you are the division in the church. May we leave this convention ever more united, ever more speaking the same thing. This is the standard. We, we gravitate towards speaking the same thing. We may be speaking different languages, but when we sit at the feet of Jesus, over time, we'll be speaking the same thing. Pastor, me, me make a prophecy. You are the division. You are not going to speak the same language. Make a prophecy. I'll go for prophetics. You are singling yourself out of the body. Because whatever you think you are going through has been captured in the void. Over time, we should speak the same language. The power and our ability to do it's when we all speak the same. Ah, you remember the Tower of Babel. They could only build until their languages were disturbed. They were not speaking the same. When he says, go and bring fire, wood, then the person will go and bring metal. He says, go and bring water. And the person will go and bring uh, cobalt. So, ah, is something wrong with your head? It's because the person does not understand you. Bibi, Jejewana, I say, confess you about the cobalt, Abba. Nadine. Because you're not speaking the same language. Are we here this morning? So the problem is that 
we should be speaking the same thing. But, some way, somehow, we have allowed the devil to operate in our conduct. Not to speak the same thing. Read verse 10 again as we move on quickly. I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, so I can't hear you. There's something wrong with your mind. Now I beseech you, brethren, by the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye all speak the same thing. Ye all speak the same thing. And that there be no divisions and among you. And that there be no divisions. What it means is that we must make sure. We must endeavor. It will be your responsibility. It will be my responsibility. It will be a collective responsibility to make sure we don't allow divisions. If I'm, allow, I'm, I'm not allowing it, you are allowing it, it will still hurt us. So, as I will not allow you to make sure you don't allow. Yeah. We should endeavor never to allow. That is why when somebody comes to your house and is telling you something different from what you know, drive the person out of your house. Yes. Yes. If somebody puts you on, a eh, eh, pastor has spoken, you know, hmm, some of these things there, hmm, do you understand? Tell the person, come to church and ask questions. Don't entertain anybody's fury ducts and nightmares to confuse yourself. What it means is that endeavor to make sure there are no divisions amongst us. Because it will all come through. Do you think, supposing therefore be that, when you begin to hear such lines, cut the call. If the person took money and boarded a car, send the person back to where he came from. Don't allow it. Lift up your hand and say, in the name of Jesus, from today, I endeavor in the name of Jesus that there will not be any division, especially when it comes from me. Never. I will not. I will not. I will not. Because the church must grow. The devil wants us to be separated because there's something you have. That we all need. There is something I have that we all need. But when he puts division amongst us, I will not flow. You will also not flow. Anytime you come to a church and the things of the spirit are not, or the spirit is not able to have free course, know that there are divisions amongst them. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. And then watch it. And then watch it. Or no, so say, or kakasafofro. Yeah, I said yeah. In a a house and as a mantra mantra. What's your cow there? Hey, now, but here day. Yeah, but some say you didn't know. Also, I got a Kaka, man, kaka na na sana kradi If you do that, we don't allow the spirit free course. That is why miracles cannot happen. If you want to see things happen here, as it happens elsewhere, let us be united. So that when I'm preaching, you will listen. You know, come and tell me, you know, you are, you are frustr- you will frustrate the Holy Spirit. Jesus was not able to do mighty works in Nazareth. Why? Because they knew him. They knew his roots. 
This little boy, 30 what? And yet I'm older than Jesus. Ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Jesus! On my Nancy, on only Papa cry, and he went other to other destinations and did major works. He was not allowed to do them because they said they knew him. Familiarity when it comes to spiritual things, you must be very careful. I can be your mate, but when it comes to spiritual things, I am your head. Yeah. We should understand something. We call it spiritual protocol. I may be your wife, I may be your husband, but when it comes to spiritual things, it is not husband-wife. I may be your junior at school, but when it comes to spiritual things, the places are different. We must understand these things today, so that tomorrow when we are talking about the baptism of the Holy Spirit, we can allow the Spirit to flow. Hallelujah! no, I am And yet, the more you do this, the anointing is still flowing. Let's understand spiritual protocol. And this is where the problems in the church. Look, church, we can begin to have a foretaste of glory divine right now when our minds are made a one. When our minds are made a one. And they continued in the apostles' doctrine, breaking bread. Don't forget, they said they had singleness of heart. Singleness of heart. They were all with one purpose. They were looking to one thing. They didn't allow divisions. That is the only way we can grow. If you speak about me in your bedroom, it will not stop the work. But it will mess up our gathering. Because what you say in your bedroom, when you come here, you will show it. Follow closely. The session to a close. If I don't end, I'll continue tomorrow. Yes. Because these are serious issues with the church. And some shadakim. It's only the Holy Spirit that will bring all of those things out. But sorry, now show you as a sorry for one month. You are not happy to see the person. Who are your calculation into history? Now we can find him. Yeah, I have a cool prophet. Bio, if I open, are you not happy to see that person and welcome that person at least and say you are welcome? It's been a while. I've missed you. Instead of you saying that in your mind, you are even insulting the person. And I'm which day? Ah, I'm asking Kwaba. When I'm so at or the atarefu for bibebe o shere no oreba. What is wrong with us? Natal, dear, and he said, one nante, but if I won't be. Until what? What's not had it there? And then I was worse here. 
and then our debo obra. And then our over to Yakatsas and Nipano. And then we are shrinking your mother, man, woman. Am I still preaching? Even if you say no, I'm preaching. The church must move out of this convention ever more united because we want to see the manifestation of the glory of God in our gatherings. We want to see it. We want to see it. Schisms, divisions. When you look at some, let me give you some references as we move on quickly. Romans 13, 13, about divisions. Romans 13, 13. Romans 13, 13. 2 Corinthians 12. 2 Corinthians 12. Verse 20. Galatians 5.20. 2 Corinthians 5.20. Galatians 5. Galatians 5. Uh, Gal- the book of Galatians. Chapter 5 verse 20. Philippians 1.15. Philippians 1.15. Philippians 2 3. Philippians 2 3. 1 Timothy 6 4. Divisions, schisms. Huh. 2 Timothy 2 3. 1 Timothy 6 4. 2 Timothy 2 3. 2 23, rather. 2 23. Titus 3 9. Titus 3 9. James 3 14. Titus 3 9. James 3 14. Now, so you've seen verse 17 and 18. Let's go to verse 19 of 1 Corinthians chapter 11. Please follow closely because these are the issues. 1 Corinthians chapter 11, 11 verse 19. Uh-huh. For there must be also heresies uh-huh. among you. Uh-huh. Heresies. It's heresies, but it's heresies. Heresies. The word heresies was translated from the Greek word heresies, 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 which implies choices, f- uh, factions, and groups. Choices, fun- factions, and groups. It was referring to contrary teachings to the teachings of Paul in the church of Corinth. Let's go to verse 20. Verse 20. When, ye, when come, ye come together, uh-huh. therefore, into one place, uh-huh. this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. Uh-huh. For in eating, everyone taketh before other his own supper. Now, follow closely. Follow closely. We are, we are getting into deeper waters. Follow closely. Uh-huh. Read it again. 20. 20. Mm-hmm. When ye come together, therefore, into one place, uh-huh. this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. Uh-huh. For in no, no. Let, let's take it again. When ye come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's Supper. Remember in 29, read 29. 29. Yes. For he that eateth and drinketh unworthily, uh-huh. eateth and drinketh damnation to himself, uh-huh. not, dis- not discerning, not the, discerning Lord. the Lord's body. So 20 now makes sense. He says, when ye come together, therefore, into one place, this is not to eat the Lord's body. This implies that he meant by the Lord's body involves the, the believers at Corinth 
eating and drinking when they come together. It was concerning when they come together that because of their conduct, they were not eating like when Jesus was with his disciples for the last time, how they ate. He's using the whole, uh, the feast as an analogy. When Jesus had that feast with his disciples, all of them were there together. And they drank of one cup. Huh? But he says that when you come together and there are divisions amongst you, that cannot be compared to the feast Jesus had with his disciples. Are we following? Yes. It's not about Holy Communion there. He's using that as an analogy. Oh, how many of you understand what I've just said? What I've just said? I'm going to verse 18 and 19. I'm going to say, I'm going and you almost see no more breaking bread. Omo didi. It is a more bedi dina in paipai mu ewo mumua. And no more yet to be found to two years. And in a sea of us, it almost me shaya no more didi no. Yet to be found to two no. It's not. It's not. Inti asia na ba na. Ana enyanti asia. Beti asia is here. It means you left the following small. Let's follow. Now, look at. Let's do 21. 21. Uh -huh. For in eating, uh -huh. everyone take it before other his own. Do you body. understand it now? For in eating, se mumu beshema in pipe mu ewo mumu mutino. Obiba edwani awe suwa suwa efifiye na wadiaba inshemu no no nunguwe dini diye one chain ninuya na anso yesu ni time dey no moye ye omu chain Judas kwa manaba. Now, woman, you know, see, you know, so for cruel into what Sadian air to two moments, yeah, 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 Corinto as a phonemo, nay, into a bar or no so cranadian and no crane wine. What to men no man were broke or be bar won't ye be no? That was the problem. Into Musia, a crystal shame one as a moncasamusium. Huh? Or be to Miss Swa Sika, now count Mumma, Unia Tedemha, who need that. What's the What's the What's Eno se wa de satade ne mana na tade we no betumi dia mano ye eno no so age eno wo hye woni abunsam no impa pa mu nti 
we don't enjoy each other in Piper Munti. We don't celebrate each other in Piper Munti. We don't honor each other in Piper Munti. Please follow the discourse. Don't look to food. Look at what was prevailing. He was using the food to address the issue. In Piper Munti. Like you, you, you feel him more that he will be able to do more in permanently. And then almost the year, Holy Ghost for Abafu free. You are sick. You are sick. You need to be delivered out of unreasonable and wicked because the devil is afflicting your mind. When you see beautiful things because of division, you are not able to appreciate beautiful things. Because of division. Ah! This is what he's talking about. Look at it. Let me read it. For in eating, for in eating, everyone taketh before other. Everyone taketh before other. His own supper. His, did you catch it there? Yeah. His own supper. That cannot be the Passover or Holy Communion. His own supper. And one is hungry. And one is hungry. And another is drunken. And another is drunken because and we'll be a fini fiaba. We'll need them. We'll need we'll need it the whole day. And yet we are supposed to bring in half to share amongst ourselves. That was part of the apostles' doctrine. And they shared amongst themselves. And nobody was of want. They sold their possessions and shared amongst themselves. It is about time that the church begins to revisit those things again. Now hold in a yard also. And yet we think we are, we, are, we are in competition. We are not in competition. The blessing is how much have you shared? Yeah. The, the, the measure should be how much have you given out? It is not in how much have you kept. We should measure each other. How much are you also supporting one another with? How much are you giving off? How much of your time are you giving off? When we gather, do you separate? Do you take yourself out of the meeting? If you know you are an important member of the body, what it means is that your meeting with us is as important as the meeting itself. So when you separate yourself out of it, know that we are not complete. Don't mean can't tell me some person we are not complete. I was seeing seeing So from today, nobody's going to uh, Pastor, I see hmm, the economic pressure of the fluctuation of the economy of the city of uh, uh, we don't want to hear your jargons. Because suffering didn't start today. But when we meet, there is a certain transfer of spiritual things from one to another, which money cannot buy. 
Unity cannot be bought, even when I have all the money. I cannot buy people. I cannot buy allegiance. It is grace. So, there is something that flows amongst us. That is why when I don't see you, I am worried. When you fail to do what you are supposed to do, I am worried. Think about these things. If there are things to think about, think about these things. And so you have Holy Communion. We are forgetting that that thing has been done away because we have come to the reality. And now because we have come to the reality, those things have become our example today. When we are eating, we leave some for somebody to eat. If you are eating, you leave some for somebody to eat. So you can't tell me that me, I am poor, you can still leave some. When you are drinking, leave some for somebody to drink. When you are read on. My time is up now. To eat and drink. Don't you have houses to eat and drink? Is this Holy Communion? No. No. Or despise ye the church of God ah. and, shame the, the, and shame them that have not. What shall I say to you? Oh, shall I praise you in this? Oh, I praise not. I, I praise, praise you not. Should I praise you? Because uh, we are all having Holy Ghost. We do all the noise. We can't do simple things. We do all the difficult things. We can't do the simple things. Should I praise you? Don't you have houses to eat? Why is it that when you come together, now do we do a neighbor? Now what do we do? Oh, say mu. Any attack na fiye ne die? Enfama. Now what na fiye ne die? Na ko papa ya na ko to. Na tina fiye ne die. Now so ye share dia. It should be our custom to share amongst ourselves. These are weightier matters than than hot oven and vimto. The de-hot oven and vimto, we are still selfish. So what is Paul addressing here? Selfishness. 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 His own supper. So Paul implied here was selfishness to one another. Which was evident in the fact that some did not care about others when they ate this supper, such that some are full and drunken, while some remained hungry, not having nothing to eat. Now, for the avoidance of doubt, let me explain what supper means. Supper is a Greek word called deipnon, D E I P N O N which implies late meal. The supper here is not the Lord's supper. The supper here is the breaking of bread which they usually had. This meal is different from breakfast. Sometimes they took it in the afternoon or late afternoon or evening or at night. 
They called it Sapa. Babe known. It's not the Holy Ghost. It's not the Holy Communion. So, there are some ministries that say that Jesus ate in the evening, so we also eat in the evening. It's all part of the ignorance galore. It's ignorance. Because there's nothing to eat. What we call supper, don't limit it to your eating. It is their language. Their language at that time is non, which is food that is not eaten as breakfast, but can be eaten as, in the afternoon as lunch. It's still supper. Or evening, or late evening, which is late in the night. Supper. Dave none. Are we here? <laughs> it was never used in scripture to refer to Passover. Supper as you see it, the application in scripture in John 12, 2, in John 13, 3 and 4, in John 13, 2 and 4, in Luke 14, 24, the application of Dave none was never equated to Passover. Never. I am giving you all this too because there may be some Bible scholars who want to confuse you. Teach them the Bible. When you see the word Dabnon, the usage of the word Dabnon in John 12, 2. John 12, 2. Please, when we go home, let's read that one. My time is, is over. John 13, 2 and 4. And then Luke 14, 24. The use of the word Dabnon, supper, was never equated to Passover. Never. So 20 to 22 inferred that the church at Corinth met usually in the evenings and in such meetings, believers shared food and drinks with one another, which was a display of love for one another. Is it clear up to this point? Hallelujah. That is why you see that culture even as it was in Acts chapter 2 verse 42, 44 to 46 replicated in the church of Corinth. Breaking of bread. Jude verse 1 chapter 1 verse 12 calls it feast of charity or love feast. Love feast is not holy communion. Feast of charity as mentioned in Jude 1 12 it's called Feast of Charity, not Passover, not Holy Communion. Don't confuse the two. So, Love Feast is not Holy Communion. Not. It was a display of love, care to one another, and explains why Paul referred to it as the Lord's Supper. Because in that supper, Jesus demonstrated his love in how he was going to die for us. It was love. And your door. So when we meet and we are doing the things of God, let our conduct also typify what Jesus did for us. So he's doing a comparison and using an analogy to explain what we should do as love. Demonstrating love one to another. That is why he calls it the Lord's Supper. It was not Holy communion. Last, last, last. I may not be able to finish. Let's continue some other time. But let me push this last. So, however, the moment believers act like like in selfishness and, 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 and thinking about themselves alone, 
And then Paul will say, some are drunken and some are hungry. Then, then, the, then Paul will say that that cannot be compared to the Lord's Supper. Because look at your, your attitude towards one another. Your eating here cannot be compared to how they ate in the Passover. Because they waited for one another. Obiamra ni abompa ni adanya miase na yenyina yedi na media midi na meme ametumi de ni aka no amamenua ani ebe chiche ni nyina sa de ebe so ya so na se mo anye ne sa ende nyame asafo no mo toto no atopre yes mo jeni ajejem you are you are despising the body because what you inure to your benefit for me will not come what you inure to benefit from me and what you inure to my benefit from you will not come. We are going to frustrate the work of the Holy Spirit when we gather. So, in a nutshell, Paul was dealing with the attitude of believers. Selfishness. 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 Tomorrow I'll conclude this. But is it getting clearer and clearer? So the problem was division. It was demonstrated in selfishness. He was not talking about any food to eat. He was just using the food as an analogy to explain to them who they are and what they are supposed to do. You are one in the body of Christ. You are helpers of each other. You are supporters of each other. You are supposed to support one another. But in your state as one and members of the same body, your conduct is showing differently. Your spiritual status is, is, is up. But your conduct is not showing your spiritual status. Sorry. Musu, enemobai, enchrenye, Christ, waye umunu. Ah. Okununi yere, muba asori yuye namo kokunwa. Ede ni Christ ono. Onuyabani obia, onuyabema, mufi asori namo kokunwa. And yet you are spirit beings. Yet you are sealed with the Holy Spirit. Are we, are we really one people in one body? Does that show our spiritual status? So the conduct is not matching our status. The conduct is not matching our nature. So, having been born again, having been spirit-filled, let your conduct now, when you meet as the church, show who you truly are. Until from today, what it means is that we are careful what we do. What did he say? Examine yourself. Be careful what you do one to another. That is examination. It is not holy communion. When, when you are about to eat, you study a lot. Forgive me, oh. After eating, you take the cloth back. Read that portion for me and let me close. It's a good place to close. Read on. We'll come there. Quick, quick. Read, read from where you, you left off. Have you not... What? Have you... Have ye not houses to eat and drink in? Uh -huh. Or despise ye the church of God? Uh -huh. Despise ye the church of God? Move on. 
And shame them that have not. What I shall I say? Those who don't have anything. Mm -hmm. You are despising the body. Because you are, not, you are not honoring one another. You are despising the body. What shall I say to you? What shall I say to you? Shall I praise you in this? Shall I praise you in this? I praise you not. I praise you not. Read on. For I have received of the Lord that which also I delivered Then now he went on to explain the significance of the Passover and the Feast of Unleaving Bread. Let's jump to 28. 28. But let a man examine himself. Now, after the explanation, he said, Now, let every man examine himself. How I conduct myself to another. Examine yourself. And so, let him eat of that. Then, and so, let him eat. Understanding that it is about love. Understanding that it is about sharing. Understanding that it is about honor. Understanding that it is about affection one to another. So the examination is, think very well how you are conducting yourself in the eating. Because the eating should inure to our benefit. It is not about any uh, crocodile tears before eating a certain holy communion has nothing to do with that. Don't you see how morose and penitent we look in our Old Testament when we are going to take of the Lord's body like we used to take? The whole room becomes quiet. Even the song is morose. The song is morosely sung. Ah, paper me bonnie. We sing it with a certain sanctimonious voice and yet there is nothing happening in our conduct. Be born again. Look at how wrong that song is. You are giving him reference. Holy communion I'll not even finish the song. Oh, no, Peter! Egg bath you like Lalo. Egg bear, my joy, you mellow. And I'm not looking to pull him like some of the Holy Communion. My joy, circumstantial. Not all. After the communion, I am on my own. Look how we are. So leave the shadow and come to the reality. Knowing that what Christ has done in you must come out. It must not stay inside. It must come out. Let the nature be shown in your conduct. Examine yourself. 
I know something is working inside of us. And the fruits of righteousness will be produced. It will not only be the spirit of righteousness in us, but the fruits of righteousness will be shown in our conduct. From next to Kubana Mekanya Mesema, you open up your spirit and receive. Minister to you. There are some people who can minister the gifts of the Holy Spirit to you where you are seated in the congregation. You will never benefit. And yet, when we meet as, as spirit beings, one amongst you that you don't even recognize, the one who is going to minister to you. Yes. yes. My teacher once said, He ministered to somebody to raise the dead whilst he has not yet raised the dead. Yes. When we come for Holy Ghost meetings, it means we have graduated from this place. In this, we can't go to Holy Ghost meetings. This one, we have to clear this, one. this long table. From today, the table is lifted from amongst us. If there is any table, the communion of the Holy Ghost. You didn't hear me. If there is any communion, it will be the communion of the Holy Ghost. The love of God and the communion of the Spirit. That is what stays with us. If there is any communion, it should be the communion of the Spirit. So that when we come like this, the Spirit is shared abroad in our hearts. What it means is that we are filled to go and express and manifest God wherever we go. Shall we please be on our feet? Shall we please be on our feet? Today the table has been lifted. And as much as we are still in the process of lifting the table, tomorrow we will lift the table and we'll receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Oh, are you here this morning? When you leave the, so, the, the shadows, the substance becomes real. And then you function in the substance. And then you function in the reality of your new birth. And then you function in the power of your new creation status. Are you here this morning? Hallelujah. We are going to lift up our voice this morning and say, Father, in the name of Jesus, as we are gathered and as we are eating of you, which is not the kind of eating that we used to eat, but feeding on spiritual things that we may grow in the spirit of our Lord, let anything that will sow error in our conduct be flushed out. Anything that does not match our spiritual reality, let it be flushed out. Anything that will not show that we are born of God, let it be flushed out of us. Either in our speech, in our conduct, in our walk, in our behavior, in our showing one to another. Let those things be corrected in the name of Jesus. We are saying that our mind will align to the spirit and give room to the spirit to work through us.